Spencer Wants to Know is brought to you by the Black Hand, Unification or Death. Whoa, I have no idea what that meant, but love the articulation. Uh, well, the Black Hand, Unification or Death, they were a Serbian military cabal, a secret military cabal. What's cabal mean? Like a group of shadowy figures that meet in secret and sort of huh. organize, plan things. Definitely never heard that word before, but it's an interesting one. C-A-B-A-L. All I keep, all I keep thinking is shish kebab. Nope. <laughs> Cabal. Cabal? C-A-B-A-L. Cabal. Cabal. Alright. So a group of shadowy figures that mm. try to run the world. Anyways. Wow, that's a big term I didn't know. <laughs> so this Cabal, the Black Hand. Alright. They were involved in the assassination of Archduke Franz Ferdinand. I don't know who that is, but I want to know. Okay, so the assassination of Franz Ferdinand. Mm-hmm led to the start of World War One. Really? This is an interesting history class. I am have always been affected by learning about war. It makes me incredibly sad. It's hard. It's sad, especially as a kid, when I remember and stay at school, and I would we would stand for a minute, and I remember just thinking, there's not enough time for me to make up every single person's name who has passed away. And there was this one time where I continued to stand and everyone sat down and I I panicked. And they were like, Spencer, it's done. And I, I actually panicked. And I was like, I haven't said everyone's name. I haven't said everyone's name. And I started crying and they took me out of the gymnasium. This is in public school. But how'd you even know everyone's name? I had to try to make them up in my head. You were making up names. <laughs> yeah, I had this weird thing. Ever since I saw Titanic, I got real sad about everyone who passed away. <laughs> and then it continued on with Remembrance Day and war. Um, and also, like, even if I hear an ambulance go by when I was a kid, like, I always had to pray for whatever was happening, and I still kind of have that impulse. So if, like, someone gets annoyed that the ambulance is being loud or plugs their ear inside, I'm like, we're supposed to pray! Okay, can I ask you a personal question? Sure. I do not know how to spell remember. It's real hard for me. R- oh, I should add that to the quiz. I'm going to add that to the quiz. Can I do it right now? Let's see if I got it. R E M E B E R? No, you forgot an M. The, sec- oh, the second M. Do you know that I had to practice spelling? And harder, in my can room? you sp- can you spell remembrance? R E M E B R A N S E. No, you forgot the second M again. And I always I forget them. Okay, well I'm putting it on the second mm-hmm. test now. Okay. Oh, I don't want to know how to spell it. That's what our correct is for. <laughs> Are you familiar with this date? September thirteenth, twenty twelve. A day that will live in infamy. Nope. Why infamy? Infamy. <laughs> infamy. It just means it's going to live on forever? Uh, it's, a, it's iconic? Is it's, that another word for it's iconic? It's going to be famous for bad reasons. Oh, so okay. that's, you don't want it to be infam- infamous? Well, some people want to, like, some people build their career on being infamous, infamous. like Trisha so Paytas. In- infamy is infamous. Yeah. What is this, a uh, description, an episode on words? Uh, so far, yeah, that's the direction you seem to want to well, take it. Well, it's because I'm holding a fart in. Okay, well, please respectfully hold that fart in this entire episode. I've been having difficulties today. <laughs> okay, this is where we admit. What? I actually made Spencer <laughs> retake the top of this episode because uh, she farted five times. And five? I, and I thought it might be disrespectful. Five? Why you gotta lie about the amount of farts? <laughs> it was at least Eli. three. It was twice. And one was big and the other was small. <laughs>
Okay, Spencer, do you know this date? September 13th, 2012. I don't a day know that infamous That will day. live in infamy. Okay. Infamy. On September 13th, that would be a great song. 2012. What's up? In her grade 9 history class at, grade nine? at Wexford right. musical theater program. Yeah, I Spencer did that. took a World War One quiz and got 30%. Ooh, <laughs> you found a doozy, didn't you? I did. Hmm. Okay. So how do you answer for that? Uh, it's making my neck itchy. I don't have an answer. All I can say is they should have made me watch documentaries in class. If I watch a documentary, I succeed. It's the teacher's fault. Yep. I can't read. For me personally, oh my god, I'm going to burp. What is going on? My body. I'm itchy. I'm full of farts. And I'm burping. My little hair from my head is in my face. Eli, and you have a sweat on your forehead. You don't have to tell these people this. I don't know what's going on. It's hot in here. Our neighbor likes to keep it too hot. I'm overworked. And my belly is full. Should we stop recording? No, keep going. Gosh. Basically, sorry if I've been a little irritating. I'm, I'm okay. I remember having a big history book. This is what I'm remembering. I'm remembering this big, thick, thick, hard cover. Like... To me, it looked like it was 500 pages. You know, and those textbooks where the pages are thin? Have you ever had a thin, giant, hard-covered textbook? Like it's cheaply printed? Yeah, I don't know. Also, the garbage is coming. So, if you're hearing that, that's it's garbage day. It's garbage night as we record. It's garbage night as we record. Do you want to hear... A little remembrance story from my past? I would like to because I don't have really any right now. I gave a good one about the... How I wanted to say all the names. Okay, so I was 16 years old. You? Me. Wow. And I had just gotten my first girlfriend by some miracle. Hey now. What are you trying to make me? <laughs> jealous? <laughs> and uh, so I, I had worked up the courage to ask her out, but then at school I was too scared to talk to her, so we would... We did it for just about a month, but like in school, uh-huh. I, I would walk. I would walk by her in the stairwell, and just kind of smile at her awkwardly, not even talk to her. You would walk by the stairwell. <laughs> would you ever like be on the top level of a stairwell and she was coming down, or you guys would like pass as you were going up and down? Yeah, the this stairwell? is the time I just smiled at her awkwardly oh, instead of actually saying anything. And this then, hurts. And we. we oh, that's awkward. So we went on a few dates. <laughs> we went on a few dates. <laughs> outside of school where I would actually talk to her. Oh, so you could do it outside of school. Yeah. Like but, you could talk. But I do think overall she, this whole month we were together, she was really regretting. Really? Having agreed to date me. Ay, ay, and ay. this Remembrance Day moment is kind of the final nail in the coffin. Okay. Uh, so I'll preface it by saying my dad was in the Vietnam War. He was. That summer before we started dating, before school started. Wait, can we just say, because he didn't, he was on the side of like medical. Uh, He was a medic in the Vietnam War and eventually his Catholic faith led him to question his role there. (laughs) I'm really sorry, I have to let it out. I'm sorry, I'm Full of gas. You can't hold a fart in? I'm sorry. I'm holding them. They're so stinky. Just continue. If you don't want... Oh, I'm not trying to be rude. You know, we got a note to not fight so much. And all we're doing is fighting. And this is the most we've ever fought. <laughs> it's real. That's the messed up part. Anyways, my dad's a medic in Vietnam. He's a very Catholic guy at the time. 
but he thinks, okay, I'm a medic, I can just heal people. But then one of his lieutenants says, like, you're no better than us, you know? Ooh. So then he decides to stop going out. He eventually... He, I didn't know that part, or I didn't remember that. Yeah, so he's, he, he refuses to go on, out on platoon anymore. Uh, they tell him, they give him some time, like, okay, clear your head. But then eventually they're saying, you're, we're going to throw you in jail if you don't go out. So his head medic helps him out, arranges to get sort of an R&R trip to Hawaii. Instead, he flies to Alabama to see his dad, uh, drives up to the Canadian border at New Brunswick, and crosses on foot and is a Vietnam War deserter. Okay? And my dad is a really strict guy. I think the war really had an effect on him. So that summer before I date this girl and, like, I'm terribly awkward, can't talk to her at all, me and my dad go on a camping trip. This is the first time he's ever told me about his war experience. <gasps> it's the only time I've ever seen him cry. What? Okay. You've never even known before? Like, I I'd known he was in the war, and I oh, yeah. and when he turned 50, we met the, the, like, the head medic that had helped him desert. What? And, like, that was a big emotional moment for him. Like, he came from the States to visit. Uh, but this is the only time he ever told me what he saw mm-hmm. what he went through there uh so the only time i've seen him cry so i think because of that maybe war movies make me a little sad right because <laughs> because beyond everything you're saying with your dad too you don't have a relationship right like with him anymore yeah we have a very painful yeah. non-existent relationship now i also yeah. i also had a very difficult relationship with my stepmother yeah and my dad kind of really loved her and she was the most important person to him and anytime there was conflict between her and me or her and my sister he would always side with her no matter what but I could sort of see when he was telling about his experience that like he loved her so much because she I guess helped him deal with a lot of these issues you know of his war experience right like how like basically like people think you're weird but I don't (laughs) (laughs) and so me and my dad's relationship my whole childhood was basically he would get mad at me for stuff yeah. or we would talk about baseball and there was really no personal. <laughs> what? <laughs> baseball? I played a lot of baseball as a kid. I don't know if I've ever mentioned this to you. Well, I know one time you were driven from a baseball practice, but I didn't realize you guys could talk baseball. So we have this very strained, superficial relationship. Yes, and he really did choose the step lady, stepmom. Over you. I guess I should say, like, two years before this summer where he tells me his war experience, uh, things between me and my stepmom have come to a head, and she's, like, screamed and yelled, and and his solution was to ask me to not come to his house anymore. Yeah. Which I was thrilled about at the time, but, uh, you know, it was kind of, kind of strange. And so she literally did choose her over him, over me. So all that said, he tells me this is the first time he's opened up about it. He's crying. Never seen him cry before. He's crying a lot, right? <laughs> and uh, oh my God, Spencer just burped. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I tried to get away from the mic. Okay, so that's that's my relation to to war, I guess. Uh, and I, war movies make me really cry. So like I totally. What's the story? How does this girl? Okay, so I told you, I'm dating this girl. I'm really awkward. I think she's regretting dating me. Yeah. We're about a month in. And it's Remembrance Day, so she invites me over to her house to watch Saving Private Ryan. Oh, I've never seen it. Which is a World War II movie, Tom Hanks. I was about to say, is it Tom Hanks? (laughs) There we go. And we're watching the movie, and I can feel the tears welling up inside. (laughs) And I'm like, I could stuff... (laughs) I could stuff... (laughs) 
I can I can stuff this all back down inside. Uh oh. But I think I have in my mind that like girls dig a sensitive guy. <laughs> if I cry, she's gonna love this, right? Oh wow. So I just start crying. No. <laughs> like not like one single tear, but I'm like <laughs> like really crying. Oh, and when Eli cries, it's a lot. Uh, I'm sure I'm a lot, but I'm all the time emotional. You see me on the floor screaming, crying all the time. But when you, it's like someone flicked, like, the switch of tears and pain. And it just, yeah, it's like watching a baby get pinched. It's like, <laughs> <laughs> And you're so still and tall. And you start, like, shaking. Okay, so back to the story. We're watching. But it comes out of nowhere, and you feel so bad, and you're like, how "Back do to the I, story. How do I touch this big guy who's crying?" And then it stops. It okay. stops, and you look away. <laughs> you look away, and you take a breath, and then it comes back to. And you're like, she's gonna dig this. Okay, yeah. So back to the story. I'm in my mind like, she's gonna love this. So I let loose. I let myself fully you, cry. You, you do it. Do the noise. I'm not gonna do the noise. I'll I'm do gonna the noise. continue. You go, <laughs> okay, it wasn't it was not like that, but but she doesn't say anything to me, doesn't try to comfort what? me. Not even a thing. <laughs> she doesn't say a single She doesn't word. even poke you. And this is a pretty long movie, I think. What? <laughs> Are you poke. just acting like you've been crying the whole movie? Well, I think no, it, I think eventually because I think I, when I when I started oh. crying, I expected her to like. Oh. Want to comfort me or oh. say, "Are you okay?" <laughs> but she, <laughs> but she must have thought it was in- intensely strange that I was doing this. Yes, so she didn't say I, anything. I very well explained how strange <laughs> it can be. So I, I, I composed myself. I stopped crying. We finished Uh-oh. the movie. You composed yourself, so you're just like sitting there, all awkward, like watching it. Yeah, and then we don't say anything until the end of the movie. Are you thinking like she well, walks that, me to? Are you worried about it? Or are you back in the movie? You just like you feel better. I honestly tell us. I was like. Okay, that happened. Yeah. Everything's okay. That's fine. Like, we, she walked with me. I was overcome me, with emotion. She walked with me to the subway. We didn't mention it. Uh, and then that week at school, she, <laughs> she just... She walked me to the subway. She would avoid me so hard. Like, Aye. she would avoid me so hard. Oh. And I had to... <laughs> she wouldn't talk to me. And I would try to call her at home to see what's Aye. up. And she wouldn't answer. And eventually, I think her, I got her mom on the phone. And her mom's like, you have to talk to him. Please tell him. So I had to sort of call her. She didn't want to talk to me at all. She didn't want to talk to me to even just break up with me, but I finally got her on the phone. She broke up with me. And then... Uh, What'd she say? I I was kind of, I guess, similar to your story when your breakup story. I was like, what's wrong with me? Why don't you want to be with me? And I remember saying, like, am I not good looking enough? You said that? Yeah, and she said... Oh, my gosh, <laughs> this is so embarrassing. <laughs> on the phone, she said... Well, you're no Josh Hartnett, who was, like, an actor at the time. And well, she also said you're no Dennis, who was a good-looking guy in our class. Dennis. Dennis. Josh? Uh, so, that, so that was it. <laughs> you're Googling it, Spencer? Yeah, I want to see what this guy... Oh. He is hot, Josh Hartnett. Oh, wow. <laughs> what is she talking about? You look pretty like him. Uh, I didn't have my, I guess I didn't I, have my glow up yet. I, I, I was going to say, like, maybe you weren't as broad-shouldered then because you were 16 which is kind of a weird thing to say because he looks like a big like yeah i think you look similar-ish anyways <laughs> it is time for the debut <laughs> of a brand new theme song baseline i want to know what's in spanny's mind 
I just keep on quizzing my love. This is the baseline. Baseline test. What a beautiful song, Eli. Thanks, Spencer. I thought you might like it. That girl missed out. The 16-year-old girl that dumped me? Yeah, because she could have had a custom song <laughs> that's all about her studying. Well, thanks, Spencer. That really, that really makes me feel better. I wish I could tell my 16-year-old self that one day this moment would happen. <laughs> okay. Are you ready for your 10-question baseline quiz about World War One? I will do my best uh, to do answer. And because maybe we've been fighting a bit too much, I'm going to become a strict disciplinarian. How does that make sense? Because this is military discipline, okay? I want no backtalk, no unrelated tangents. Okay? I got it. No gas attacks. Those S- will... Sir, yes, sir. Yeah, that's it. That's the spirit. The caboose. The caboose is closed. The caboose is closed. <laughs> okay. So any backtalk, unrelated tangents, or emissions of... Gasoline. Uh, ...will result in a point loss. I feel like you're still too nice, because we, we had that nice moment, so really dive in, sir. You want me to mean? Okay. Question one. Prior to World War II, what was World War I known as? The answer is... The Great War. Correct. That's right. The Great War or the War to End All Wars. Good job, soldier. I could not remember the second one. Sorry. That is fine. Question number two. What years was World War I fought? 1914 to 1918, sir. Excellent work, soldier Spencer. That's two points. Whoop, whoop. I mean, I'm not whooping for the war. Sorry. I, I, you can deduct. That was very close to a point deduction, but I'll let it pass this one time. But I won't pass gas. That was an interruption. Minus one. No, I can't do it. (laughs) Two points still. Question number three. The assassination of this Austrian archduke caused World War I. Um, Austrian. I'm going to go with Freudian Freud. Sigmund Freud was actually Austrian, but this man's name was Franz Ferdinand. Both, may I say, sir, started with F. And I said Freud, Freud or something. Uh, Thank you for calling me, sir. I'll let that pass but no point okay question number four this passenger ocean liner was sunk by a german u-boat in may 1915 eugene the name is not eugene it's the lusitania oh i thought we were saying something else sir i thought you said a passenger and i it's a passenger ocean liner meaning it carried it wasn't a warship it carried what passengers between north america and europe oh i'm sorry okay that's fine no point. It's not fine. Stop interrupting or I'll deduct a point. It's not fine that that happened. Oh, okay. No, okay. That's fine that you said that. <laughs> Question number five. What year did the United States enter World War I? 1918. What? 19... 1918? That's a long... 1917, sir. How did you deduce that, soldier? I just remembered, sir. Remembered what? I re- what? I remembered it was 1917. But how do you know that? I remember. Okay, that's a point. I remember. R-E-M-E-M-B-E-R? Say that again. R-E-M-E-M-B-E-R. Correct. I added the M, sir. <laughs> You're learning. R-E-M-E-M-B-E-R? 
You're a model of how the military can transform. One more time. R E M E M B E R A N C E. Remembrance. No. R E M E M B E R A N C E. Remembrance is a bit tricky because for some reason the last E is removed from remember. What? Wait, spell it for me. R E M E M B R A N C E. Why is the missing E? I don't see a missing E. I don't remember is spelled R E M E M B E R, but remembrance is spelled R E M E M B R A N C E. Yeah, right. Got it. No, I don't. But I was saying, soldier, it is amazing that this military discipline has transformed you from a farting, interrupting machine into a cold-hearted killer of quiz facts. May I say something personal, sir? Yes. I'm holding in a fart. That's, that's, I've never been more proud of you, Spencer. <laughs> that must be very painful, but sometimes we must make sacrifices. Uh-huh. Question number six. What year did Canada enter World War One? That would be 19... Ooh. That would be 1915, sir. 14. What is your final answer? Look at me in the eye, Private eyes, Spencer. Sir. 1915. 14! 14! 1914, sir! That is correct. As the dominion of the British Empire, Canada was compelled to enter the war when the United Kingdom did. Copy that. You have four points. Question number seven. In the Zimmerman telegram, what did Germany offer Mexico in exchange for a military alliance and potential invasion of the United States? What land were they offered? Wait, who offered who? Germany offered Mexico. Germany offered Mexico. If Mexico were to invade the United States with Germany's help, Whoa. they were offered some land. Oh, this is insane. Uh, I'm going to go with... Oh, I'm trying to think of it. I'm going to go with that highway in Germany that my family almost died on, sir. <laughs> the Autobahn. The Autobahn. Bon. Bon, bon. No, Bon, is French. Germany was Germany was not offering Mexico land in Europe, which is in an entirely different continent. They were offering land in America. In the United States, which I did reduce my answer to Texas. Texas, Arizona, Mexico. I said Texas. Amazing effort. I commend you, but you get zero points Wait, for that. But the answer Texas is involved? Texas, Arizona, and Mexico were offered to Mexico. What? No, yeah. sorry. Texas, Arizona, and New Mexico were offered <laughs> I was to I about to say they offered Okay. Question number eight. One of Canada's most famous battles was this ridge. Remy Ridge, sir. Sorry? Remy Ridge, sir. What is... What? <laughs> what is your final answer? Um... Remy Ridge. Say that again. <laughs> I said it, sir. I don't know what which one you said. Remy. <laughs> Say it clear and Vimy. proud. Remy. Remy Ridge. That is correct. Okay, question number nine. Little Willie was the first... <laughs> Just saying Little Willie as a soldier is funny. Little, Little Willie. <laughs> you try it. Little Willie. I did, and you laughed. Little Willie was the first prototype in history of this kind of armored combat vehicle. A tank. Great job, Soldier Spencer. I'm actually Arnold Schwarzenegger. And I'm from the future past, and I'm going to stop any war again. Every single war to come? 
imp. What was And watch this. I won't be back because <laughs> you'll figure it out. Oh, no. Oh, if only I could blast to the past so I could fart and come back. Well, do you know where Arnold Schwarzenegger is from? Austria. And that is the same place that... Germans wanted to tell Mexico to no, invade it, Arizona, New Mexico, it, no, and Austria Texas. Austria is where Franz Ferdinand is from. Yes. Freud, Freud. The, I, I messed up the name. So what future wars are you presenti- uh, preventing? Spenny's Fart War. Okay. Where a bunch of Spenny's fart on Eli. And he goes, stop. You're ruining the episode. <laughs> 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 he goes, retard on it. Stop. The audience does not need to know this <laughs> this off mic conversation we had. <laughs> <laughs> and they're going, we can't control our farts. I worked hard. Question number ten. What is the title of John McRae's famous World War One poem? That would be Flanders Field. In Flanders Field. That is correct. You've gotten 7 out of 10%. That's... <laughs> that's 70%, Spencer. You're currently passing. Much better than my 30... 33%? You got a 30%. 30%. Ironically, that is the number you need to get on the final exam to pass today's episode. I wouldn't call that ironic. I would call that fate. That might be a misuse of the word ironic. Fate. It's a good word for this. You were fated to pass this episode no, and no, to no. redeem yourself. No, it's fate that I would have the opportunity to pass with the mark that I failed with. I need a 30 for... It doesn't matter what I'm saying. Never mind. Okay, Spencer. I'll hold my voice and farts in. Spencer, what Anger are the cutting. stakes? We have not established the stakes. for 50 you... bucks. 50 bucks. 50 bucks. You want me to give you 50 bucks if no, you pass? No, I want us each, whoever... Okay, if I pass... You give 50 bucks to veterans. To a veterans charity? Yes. Okay. And if I fail, I get 50 bucks. What? Why do you get Wait. You want 50 bucks taken from the veterans and given to no, you? No, no, no. I'm trying to say we both... I don't know how to explain this. I think it makes sense. Okay. I pass. You give 50 bucks. I fail. I get 50 bucks? How about this? We if, each get 50 bucks? What's going on? I'll say this. Say it. To make sure that you study hard for this second test, this second final exam, if you fail, you get 50 bucks. Wait, isn't But if I... you pass, we both get 50 bucks to a veteran's charity. Wait, what? <laughs> that... So you need to work hard to make sure that we both donate money. Oh, that's the point of what you're yes. saying. Okay, this is what I'll be asking you for the next test that I want you to prepare. Was the Lusitanius allowed to sink on purpose to bring the U.S. into the war? I have a feeling yes, because they took a while to come be a part of it. Well, I want you to research this and tell me what you think. My thoughts? Yes. Second question. What was the difference in reaction in French and English Canada to the Conscription Act of 1917, which was a draft of Canadian people to go to the war? You'll have to prepare those two questions plus five other questions. One will be the spelling of the word remembrance. R-E-M. Not right now. Save it for the next final exam. Copy that. And we'll be right back. Sir, yes, sir. Spencer's got a cram. Spencer's got a cram. The cram. 
We're back. I'm back. How's the crown, Spencer? Emotional. And also, I would like to say that the Lusitania was 787 feet in 1906, and the Titanic was 883 feet in 1911. So, they're like 100 feet difference, Mm -hmm. and they're both considered some of the most, like, memorable ships that have sunk and we know how titanic affected me so i did dive really deep into that but then like it's so emotional and then also war is so emotional mm-hmm. but um i'm ready for the test you ready for your final exam mm-hmm. okay well question number one for two and a half points and you need th- just 30 percent to pass mm-hmm. this episode mm-hmm was the Lusitania allowed to sink on purpose in order to bring the U.S. into the war? What do you think? Well, from my understanding, they kind of, the British had kind of heard on the radio, like through the secret radio wavelength, that this could happen. That the, 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 that the Germans were trying to sink it and they could have, you know, given the Lusitania a much better heads up. They could have given them a heads up. They didn't give a heads up. And they wanted more support. You know, the world's richest man, most richest American was on that ship. He died. Mm -hmm. And they knew there were powerful Americans on there. You know, the Lusitania, from what I learned, was a very luxurious boat. I believe I have it written. I wrote it down. Because Eli said I could kind of have some of the questions, like... I could have some things written. An open study book. You said. You're really not answering the question. 128 Americans died. But yeah. Yeah. But they did it. Yeah. On. On just like that on purpose. You gave no reasons for why. I did. I said. They didn't give they them a heads had, up. Well, they, they had no they naval had, protection and stuff like that. They didn't. And. Uh, I'm sorry, Spencer, I appreciate your research into this question, but I don't feel it was addressed. Why? You didn't give me reasons for why people believe that the Lusitania was allowed to sink on purpose in order to bring the U.S. into the war. They thought that that they would care if it was Americans, that it would bring it home to them. That is a why, but what evidence is there for it? The radio. So even though the Lusitania sinks in 1915, the U.S. only enters the war two years later. Yes. Is it... So tell me the answer then. You know, many warnings were ignored that there were submarines preparing to attack, uh, that they were attacking uh, non-military ships as well. Right, because the Germans said if you're in the water, yeah. that we'll attack you no matter what. And there's some people that say the Lusitania was, in fact, carrying munitions, weapons. Yes, that came out later. Um, yeah, but a lot of people do think... It was the boat wasn't protected. Listen to this. This is Mr. George Hook. Do you know who that is? Who? Mr. George Hook was from. I just found this out. He was from Toronto, Ontario. That's where we're from. I know, and that's why I had to tell you. His wife dies, right? It's really sad, and he's gonna move. He's gonna move to Liverpool, and he's on the Lusitania, right? Sorry if I said the name wrong. Lusitania. Yeah, cool. Okay. And he's on it, and it's such a tragedy, and he doesn't know what to do, and he has his 
son and Elsie and Frank and Elsie's like a tall awkward shy girl Frank is short and he's like fun like me <laughs> so you're Elsie which is an e name anyways wait why am I Elsie because she's tall and awkward and shy okay and, okay so this is horrific it's horrific this event is horrific I'm telling you like people are trying to survive they're throwing in the lifeboats people are dying it's really horrific Frank, sorry, George sees this, and the only idea that he has is to stand on the end of the ship, right? The end of the ship, and by once it finally sinks, to go into the water. Because it's not, the lifeboats are crushing people, lots of things are happening. The water is touching their feet. It's time to jump. Frank, the little boy, is pulled away. Elsie. By what? Like the water, okay. something they don't know really what happens. Just like, and oh, also, Elsie is, is praying and she's praying to God and she's praying that He saves her. And two women behind her are crying. And she just says, "Don't worry, God will save you." They survive. It takes three hours for them to get saved by other boats because they they were saying like no one wants to get you know the they don't want the Germans to hit them right. For three days. Oh, like, yeah, I'll say um, sometimes the submarine, the German submarines would stay and fire a second oh, that's torpedo. What, that's, so they didn't know if more would be coming. Yes. Yeah. So for three days, they're looking. They're trying to find Frank. Not even, they don't even think he's alive. And they'd even stay and attack like the boats that would come to help rescue. That's why, that's yeah. why it took three hours. Okay, yeah. yeah. So they're looking for Frank's, they think he's, he's dead and there's so many bodies that are coming in. And they're looking, and they're looking. And then one man comes up, and he says, Have you tried looking in this other town? There's a boy whose leg is broken. They go. It's Frank. And he says, Gee, Dad, took you long enough. <laughs> and that's you. That's that's the one that you said is like Yes, but this happened. <laughs> well, that's, that's really interesting. Oh. But I'll give you a point. Okay. Okay. Okay, for another two and a half points Uh-oh, here. Uh-oh, another hard question. Spenny had troubles with, but I'll what? get to it quicker if it's what? the French one. Yeah, make it snappy this time. All right. Uh, <laughs> what, let me ask you. <laughs> I'm ready to snap. What was the difference in reaction in French and English Canada to the Conscription Act of 1917? Okay, well, the French... Oh, God. How do I say this? The Francophones were nationalists. They loved their own country of Canada. Now, they didn't feel like they were bound to other countries to help, and they didn't like that. Yeah, I guess the point was, so conscription in 1917, everyone is eligible for the draft, but French Canada maybe feels a much less strong connection to England and and the need to defend England than maybe some Anglophone people, and so it's it's much, like, there's there's Anglophone people that were against the draft, but in Quebec it was uh, much more... uh, much more opposed. So I'll give you a point. Why not? So you're at two points, Spencer. You need one more point to pass. R-E. No, not yet. That's the big finale. <laughs> Actually, and everything's going to ride on that. Okay. Question. Here's another question. For one point, what event in 1917 removed Russia from the war? Hmm. I don't know. The Russian Revolution. Actually, I do know that sentence. Like, I know that phrase, but I don't really know what it means. But I have a feeling it involved my baba. No. Well, yes, eventually the... Haldemar? Well, yeah, well, eventually the people that, you know, overtook Russia during the Russian Revolution, the communists, Yeah. 
become the Soviet Union and who their policies, you know, led to Holdemore, like the famine in Ukraine in the 1930s that your grandmother escaped from. Wow, you are a historian. <laughs> Question number two. Who was, remember Little Willie? Do you remember Little Willie? I remember. From the previous test, just 30 minutes ago? Is Little Willie a boat? He's a tank, the prototype tank. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> oh, God. Who was Little Willie named after? William Defoe. <laughs> he was named after a German guy during the I'm war. Sorry, I don't know. He was nicknamed after Wilhelm, the German crown prince. Mm, I feel anxious. I feel like somebody's going to grab my feet. And there's another prototype called Big Willie that was named after Wilhelm's father, Kaiser Wilhelm II. Okay. Okay, so you still need a point here, Spencer, to pass. Mm. Why did Canada enter the war in 1914? Because they thought it would be helpful. Because Britain, Britain ties. The Queen, the Queen of England waved her hand and said, come over. Okay, no, well, because of Canada's legal no. status as a British dominion. So as soon as... You don't as, think the Queen waved? As soon as England entered the war, Canada had to, too. Mm, yeah, I remember that! Oh. Uh, but Canada at the time was free to choose what level of partic participation they would have. I do remember that from school all of a sudden. It was also in the first test I mentioned it. They did? Well, it's Question number four. You still need a point, and we're getting close to the end here. Who assassinated Franz Ferdinand? The black, the black hand. Specifically the guy. Pfft, I don't, uh, can I have a letter? What? G. His name starts with a, his first name starts with his G. His initials are GP. A young Serbian man. Gavrilo Princip was the man's name. Okay, your last question, Spencer. This is for all the marbles. One point to pass. Uh, if you get this, you give $50. And I give $50 to a veteran's charity. If you get this wrong, only you. Well, I'll just. Okay, we'll probably give them the full $100 no matter what happens. But how do you spell the word remembrance? R. E, M, E, no, R. You restarting? <laughs> yeah. R, E, M, B, R, A, N, C, E. Now you've taken out an E and an M. I'm going to give you as many chances as you need to get this right. Because we're donating R that money no matter what. R, E, remembrance. <laughs> R, E, M, E-M-B-R-A-N-C-E? Yes, you did it. Oh, that didn't feel right. <laughs> you passed, Spencer. You passed. Uh, it doesn't feel right. We're going to donate $100. I would also like to say that I will be watching a documentary. I will be watching a documentary on World War One for sure. I would like to understand the history much more. I think it's really important but I also think it's important to learn how you need to learn. And for me, learning can't just be <sighs> these brief sentences that make zero sense to me. Ow! These words I've never heard before. Nope. I need it to be slower. I need it all to build. I need the storyline for me to understand. And that's okay. It's and it's sparking your curiosity. You want to go in it's depth. It's not that. I care. I'm sad that people died. I told you at the beginning, I freaked out at Remembrance Day because I couldn't say everyone's names. The names that you were inventing in your head. Yes. Do you understand how messed up and hard that is to deal <laughs> with? 
Okay, well, I was going to say that we had started off hot, we're fighting a lot, but came back together to create something beautiful. And guess, here's another beautiful thing. But Spencer's mad shush, again. Shush, be quiet. I farted. Yeah. Spencer's. I thought you were thinking that was beautiful. Your fart. You said we created something. I was trying to put I've a been bow holding on it. it. It stinks. I've been holding it. Come on. We are back to fighting again. We're back to fighting. Watch Swiss Army Man again. Remember how important uh. the fart is in that movie? I have another. Oh, I can't. It doesn't matter. Goodbye, everyone. Uh, triumphant victory for Spencer. Goodbye. Goodbye. Bye. Bye.